third chapter, and I'm going to be reading verses 2 and 3, and then verse 5. <clears throat> this is a story of Nicodemus, the Jew that came to Jesus and came by night, and <coughs> the second verse says the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus, you notice that Jesus never said anything about really what he said. The Bible says in the third verse, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And over in the fifth verse, of the same chapter, he says, in the, in the fifth verse, he says, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the, and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Praise the Lord that you'll see fit to bless us with it. I pray that you'll bless us as we preach on it tonight. Today, if there be any here that, that know not you in the free pardon of sin, Lord, we pray that you'll save them today. Pray that you'll speak to them in that, in that small uh, voice, and Lord, that you'll silent voice, that you'll speak to their heart and, and show them their need of salvation. Now, Lord, go with us and watch over us. In Jesus' name I do pray. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. Today I want to draw your attention to something very important. Matter of fact, it's so important that if you don't have it, you're not going to heaven. <clears throat> I really believe that there are a very few who really understand the new birth. I hear people talking all the time about salvation. Uh, people told me, said, I walked the church aisle, I've I prayed the prayer, and, and I've done all these things, and, and uh, everything that I've told to do, I did it. Well, the problem is that uh, they don't say anything about the new birth. You know, if, if you're here and saved today, you have experienced the new birth, if you're truly saved. Now, uh, Christ talks about it here, and then I'm going to get further on into this message. The great apostle Paul speaks of the new birth, too, and something that he says and what, what he says about it. But the new birth is important. You know, um, the new birth has to do with vital realities. In Genesis, we learn that man and woman lost their lives because of disobedience to God. Now, it, it takes a new birth in order for them to get it back. God, God saw fit to uh, Adam and Eve. God, of course, we know Adam and Eve were saved, but we know that uh, God took them through the new birth in a little different way than he does us, but, but still he, he, he reborn them again. It, it takes a new birth in order 
for them to get back to get get it get back to life that they that they once had. It is very clear teaching that except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. It's important. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And read that one more time. Except a man be born again, and this goes for a woman too, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That's in John 3, 3. And in John 3, 5, he says, except a man be born of water, that water is the word or the gospel, uh, except a man be born of the water and, and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So, you know, there's, you have to believe the gospel. The, the, the water of the word, the water of the word is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, except a man be born of water, it doesn't mean, this has nothing to do with baptism. It has nothing to do with being baptized. All, all, this, all he's referring to here is that you have to hear the word. And uh, the word being the gospel of, of Christ. And, and then you're born of the word and the spirit. Spirit of God has to deal with you, as he says. And down here he says, in the, in the eighth verse, the wind bloweth. This is the eighth verse of John. In the third chapter, he says, The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell uh, from whence it, whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. We can't, uh, you know, it's something that uh, happens that you can't explain it. You just cannot explain it, uh, of it happening to you. You just know that something happens. As I've said many times, something happens. There is no narrative in the Bible better than to know than the new birth and you and, and get one soul. But it is one that's so un misunderstood, misunderstood by a lot of people. They don't understand it. I've I've, I've asked many, many people over the years. People say, I'm saved. I said, have you been born again? They don't know what you're talking about. I mean, it's just simple as that. They don't know what you're talking about when you talk about being born again. And uh, But it's one of the greatest narratives of the Bible. And But it's never, it's, it's so misunderstood today. It is a doctrine so misunderstood for there are many who think they're going to heaven without it. You know, uh, people ask somebody about new birth. Well, I don't know about that. Are you going to heaven? Sure, I'm going to heaven, yeah. I've, I've walked the church aisle. I've taken a preacher by the hand. I've prayed the prayer. I've done this and I've done that. Uh, except you've been born again, you're not going to be in heaven. Just as, That's as simple as you can put it. They have never experienced the new birth. I do know for a fact that something happened to me in March of 1967. That's been a long time ago. But I do know that it, that sometime, that time something happened to me. I don't know what it was. I, I didn't learn what it is until I started studying the Bible and had someone explain it to me, what happened to me. I, I, I'd ask, I would ask people, what happened to me? 
well, what, 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 I'm, I, something has changed me. What is it? And uh, I've had preachers tell me, well, you were born again. And because you were born again, you know, you've, uh, uh, you, you've been born, you've been saved. And uh, that's, that's how I learned about it. I didn't learn what it meant until I learned about the new birth. I didn't, I didn't know what this meant. I didn't know what it meant for to have that great change that came over me in 1967. Matter of fact, March 27, 1967 is when it happened. And um, can, you, can you say today that you know that you've been born again? I mean, I, I'm serious. This is something that you better you better think about. You better not say, "Well, why is this preacher preaching on this? This is old old doctrine. This this is really really may be new doctrine to some people." In this, um, do any really believe that Nicodemus was afraid of Jesus? That he came by night. Some say the only reason he came by night is because he was afraid of Christ. No, he wasn't. He was wanting to know. Uh, more about this thing called a new birth. He, he, he really did absolutely not. Nicodemus knew absolutely nothing about the new birth until he experienced it this day, this time here. He wanted to know. He wanted to know what, what do I have to do? Well, what, what is it? What do I have to do? And Jesus, Jesus didn't even answer his question. He, he came the Bible says he came by night, and the Bible says that uh, the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. He said, he said uh, I, I see what, what great men. And Jesus didn't even bother to answer him about the miracles. Didn't even bother answering about anything. Jesus, Jesus just told him, said, Jesus knew that what he needed was, he didn't need to know about Jesus' miracles. He didn't need to know those things. What he needed to know was about the new birth. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That's what Jesus told him. And, and so he, he never knew what it was until Jesus talked to him. And, and from that, from that, uh, that day forward, Nicodemus was a saved man. He was one that, uh, uh, he was a Jew, and, and, and the Jews, Jews, most Jews would not, would not even talk to somebody about a change because they believed they were Abraham's seed. They believed they were Abraham's child, and they thought that's all they need to be. And well, you know, you got people today that says, all I need to be is a member of the church. All I need to be is be baptized. All I need today is to just to walk a church aisle, and then everything will be fine. Well, that's not true. That's just not true. I can't help it. That's not true. <clears throat> it was Apostle Paul. I called him the great Apostle Paul because my name's Paul also, and I just want to distinguish between him and me. But the great Apostle Paul said, Therefore, if any man, and I put, I, I added in parentheses, or woman, be in Christ, he is a new creature. There you go. He's a new creature or a new creation. That word, that word, therefore, 
that Greek word for creature can also be translated creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. That's a new birth. That's what Paul's referring to here. He's referring to the new birth. He, he says, he says, you're a new creature. You're, 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 you're all, everything has changed about you. And, uh, and that's true. It does. I, I can vouch, I can vouch for that. I can vouch that everything changes for you. Everything changes when, when the new, when you, when you have the new birth. The great apostle speaks of the new birth here. He talks about the new birth. It's a new creation, a new, cre uh, a new creature, and a new creation. It just, everything is new. That's why it's called a new birth. Just everything's new to you. Until you've experienced it, I can't sit here and explain it to you. Until you experience it and you know what it's like, then, then you'll, you'll never know. But there's so many people that are sitting in churches today Right this morning, that don't know, don't have a, don't have a, uh, uh, no idea of what it means to be born again, and, and that's something that uh, there's a lot of things I have learned. I have learned over the years that it is not, it is not direction. You know, it's not, it's not what people tell you what you need to do. It's not direction. It's not disposition. It's not changing your your face or changing your the way you look or anything like that uh, and, and it's not teaching but it's life it's, it's new life that man needs that's what I've learned over the years it, it's not uh, it's not direction not telling somebody what they need to do it's not it's not disposition in other, in other words telling somebody what how they're going to feel and what, and what it's like, and it, it's not even teaching. You know, I, I can't I can't teach it into you. All I can do is tell you this morning. And it won't take me long to do this. Tell you this morning that uh, that uh, life is what is what you need. You need life. You need you need a new life, a life of where you're going to live forever and ever and ever. You're never going to die again. And there is this new life. The old life, as we, as we, we will learn here, uh, old life is, is something that you'll, you'll die with old life. You won't die with new life. The Lord didn't take the time to teach Nicodemus. He went straight to the fact of the new birth, that without it, no man, woman, or child is going to heaven without it. It's been said that the worst man knows more than the best man practices. I mean, the, the, you, you, take, you take a terrible person as I was, and boy, and I was a terrible person, I really was. Uh, you, you just wouldn't, you wouldn't understand it, how I was raised and where I was raised. But uh, it's one of those things that, uh, that uh, it's, it, as I said, it's been said, that the worst man knows more than the best man practices. It is life man needs. Life, he needs life, he needs new life. And without it, something else I've learned over the years, and that is until a man has this great gift from God, just as faith is, 
that he cannot understand anything else. You know, you, the new birth is a gift from God. It's something that God gives every child that he saves. He gives them a new birth. He gives them new life. He, he gives them a new way. And as, as the Bible says, there's only one way to heaven. And, and, and the blessed people, the people who are blessed are the people who find it. Find that new way. And when God gives you a gift, he, the Bible says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It says it is a gift of God. It, it is a gift that, that, that comes from God. A new birth is a gift that God gives his children. Regeneration is essential to a true understanding of things of God. You've got to be regenerated. That's what the new birth is. It's a regeneration. It's a change in everything about you. Except a man be born again, he cannot see spiritually. He can't see anything spiritually uh, except it, unless he's born again. He can't, he can't see spiritually. He can't understand spiritually. Oh, he'll sit in church and, and he'll learn some jargon. And, and it's, he'll learn some words and things that ought to be said. And, and most people, most people out there know what you, when somebody talks to them, you know, you ask a person if they're saved, 99% of people know what the answer to that is. 99% know, yes, I'm saved. Well, how were you saved? There you go. How were you saved? Oh, I, I, I walked to church oh, years ago, preacher. Oh, I've had that said to me. I've been, I've been pastoring 50, soon be 55 years, and soon be 56 years that I've been pastoring. And, uh, and I've had it so many times. People have said to me, they, have, I, they said to me, they said, well, I'm saved. And I said, well, how were you saved? Oh, I walked to church aisle. I pray this prayer. The preacher told me all I had to do is pray this sinner's prayer. Sinner doesn't have a prayer. Let me tell you, folks, God won't listen to a sinner. The Bible says that. So a sinner doesn't have a prayer. You only, you only have a prayer after you're saved. After you've been born again, then you have a prayer. Just like the, uh, uh, the, the man that just smote himself on the chest. And he, and he said, God, I'm not worthy to be what I am. Well, I'm not worthy to be what I am either. But, but God saw fit to save me some 50-some years ago. God saw fit to save me. The third thing I have learned, I have learned over the years that all need this great change. Everybody needs this great change. And I've just put in here, if a snake doesn't shed his skin and he just remains a common snake that's all he is if he, if he doesn't shed his skin you know you've seen snake skins before but if a snake doesn't shed his skin then he just remains a common snake as he was before if a man or a woman is not born again he or she just remains a common man or a common woman you know you you, you, can, you can say all the words you want to say. You can learn the words. Everybody can learn the jargon. All you got to do is just read the Bible. You can read the Bible. You can learn the jargon out of the Word of God. You can learn what to say. You know, 
You can learn what people are looking for. You can do that. People can do that. I see it all the time on Facebook. I see it all the time. People know. People know what to say. They, they know what to do. But uh, when it comes right down to the new birth, can they say they know they've been born again? Can, have they gone through that change in their life? Have they gone through that change? Just like a one, one lady said to me one time, I asked her, I said, are you saved? She said, well, I, I've been saved all my life. But I grew up in a Christian home. My daddy and my mama took me to church. I, I went to church before I even knew that I went to church. And I, I stayed in church. I've been in church most all my life. Well, the, one of the greatest testimonies I ever heard, one of the greatest testimonies I ever heard was to come from a young man who he made that statement. Brother Buddy Wilson. Brother Buddy Wilson was a preacher that lived up in Kentucky, and and he had this testimony. He said that before I even remembered it, my dad and mom made sure I was in Ashley Avenue Baptist Church. He said, I went every Sunday. He said, I was there every Sunday. He said, I was in Sunday school. I studied my, <coughs> my Bible. I listened to the preacher when he preached. And, and he went on to say, he said, I've, I've never, I've, only woman I've ever kissed is, he, had, he, he just hadn't been married very long. He said, my wife here. He said, the only, only person I've ever, I've ever been around, any woman, is my wife. I've never done any of these things. I, I, don't, I don't remember. My, my mom and dad taught me from the time I was a baby, you don't say curse words. He said, I don't say curse words. But he said, I still need to be saved. A lot of people didn't understand what Brother Buddy was saying. A lot of people didn't understand that. A lot of people, I had people when, when he gave, I heard him gave that testimony. And when he gave that testimony, uh, I had people tell me, said, well, what, what else did he need? You know, he, he said, I still need to be saved. I still need to be saved. Now think about that for just a moment. You know, uh, we, if we see anybody that's living a good godly life, we think they're okay. They're fine. Well, let me tell you, folks, you're not fine until you've had a new birth. You just, you just can't do it. And the last thing I have learned over the years that there are many who proclaim salvation who know nothing about the new birth. I've learned that over the years. Brother Buddy Wilson, I guess, is the is the best is the best testimony I ever heard. He said, I don't curse. I don't run around on my wife. I don't do none of these things. I've been in church ever since I was a baby. I don't miss. But he said, I still need to be saved. I still need to be saved. Why? Why would a man like that say, I still need to be saved? When everybody when when his when his carcass is in a casket, people walk up to, and they'll look at the casket, and they'll say, oh, that, that boy, that fellow was in church every Sunday. That, that fellow was in there. He, he, he was there every Sunday. He, he prayed, and he was in Sunday school, and he, he's just a, good, just a good person, just a good person. Well, let me tell you, folks, there's a lot of good people in the world, a lot of good people. I tell you, I, I came from 
an area of Kentucky and the mountains of Kentucky, people weren't very friendly. They just weren't. They weren't very friendly. And, uh, but uh, I came down here to Georgia 40-some years ago, and the people are just amazing how friendly they are. Just amazing how friendly. I've, I've had more friends down here than I ever had in my life. I know more people down than I've ever known in my life. But I want to tell you, folks, that don't get you saved. That don't that doesn't get you saved. Somebody can, somebody can. I've often said it like this: somebody can lock you in a room the day you're born. They can lock you in a room, leave you there all your life, and you still die and go to hell. Think about that for just a moment. Lock you in your room. Don't, don't ever let you out. Don't ever let you talk to anybody. Don't ever let you say anything to anybody. And you still die and go to hell. It's, 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 not the, it's not the sin that you commit to send you to hell. It's the fact that you've never been born again. You've just never been born again. And it's important that you be born again. As I said, people know nothing about the new birth. I pray today that if you're here today and if, you're, if you know you're saved, you know you've had the new birth, praise the Lord. But if you haven't, you may need, it. You may need to seek it today, find out more about it today. I, just me preaching this message to you is not going to get you saved. Me preaching this message to you just tells you what's what you need, what, what has to come in your life. You have no control over the new birth. It only comes just like just like the, the Lord said over here. He said the wind bloweth. He said in the in the eighth verse, the wind bloweth where it listeth. And thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh or whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. You can't, you can't explain it. I, all, all I know is, just like I said, something happened to me in March of 1967. Something happened to me. But it's been a wonderful thing. more I learn about it, more I learn about the Word of God. I, I, I love the Word of God. I love God's people. I love them to death. And, and I love every one of you. But that's not going to get me to heaven. Not going to get me to heaven. And certainly it's one of those things. All right, let's all stand, if you would, if Brother Reggie and